What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Slice of TV, where we are going through episode by episode of HBO's The Last of Us. I'm your host, Brett Parker, and joining me is the host of So Wizard Podcast, one of the best podcasts out there. Yeah, that's my personal opinion, but you know what? (laughs) I'm going to stick to it. We have the legendary Joey DiCarlo. Uh, well, I, I really like your opinion, so uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go with that, but, uh, thank you for the kind words. I'm not biased or anything, guys. I'm not biased. I'm not wearing a So Wizard podcast shirt. (laughs) We appreciate the help and the love and, uh, thanks for having me and glad to be here. Oh, uh, I, this is, this is definitely an honor to have you on because I, as I said, I'm a big fan of you and, um, you're a fellow live up to now. It's a lot to live up to now though. You know, I'm like. (laughs) worried like my computer's gonna stop working my ring light's not gonna work i'm like stop embarrassing me in front of these guys <laughs> but you're also a fellow i, I mean is mass hole still a thing we call other massachusetts <sighs> residents is that still like a cool thing i always feel like such a, a weirdo when i say it about <laughs> i gotta be honest I, I, it seems like more of an eastern mass kind of thing yeah um we're Western mass. So like we don't even exist to people out there that would be uh, mass. Holes. Well, according to you, Joey, on your Hellraiser yep. episode where I live <laughs> is literally a fantasy land. Like people shouldn't That's enter. Right. <laughs> there be dragons here. Be dragons uh, or here. meth. It's, one or the other. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Right. Well, I, I worked out um, closer to Boston for a while and I would tell people oh, I'm from Western mass and they'd be like, Oh, Worcester like oh, no yeah. not not worcester that's where it ends <laughs> they, that's where it ends they think the whole state just ends right at worcester and you're just done so like, yeah oh yeah, it's we, crazy we, we don't really count no we're we, just we a don't. highway between boston and new york so. it, you know what that's fine by me i don't like people so <laughs> yeah i mean it, it comes and goes for me so yeah i can fake it really well <laughs> well before we get started uh let's talk a little bit about you what uh tell us a little bit about so Wizard, the so wizard podcast my 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 bad i'm talking is hard well usually when i introduce it when i guest on a show i always say the same thing and that's that you know it's a new and exciting concept in podcasting that's never been done before we saw this niche and it was open wide and we were just like, we got to get in and do this no one else is doing this um me and two of my friends review nerdy movies unbelievable it's just no one was doing it it was crazy um (laughs) yeah it's basically it's kind of uh i don't want to say it's like a brand now but it's not just a podcast but that's the main thrust we have our weekly audio podcast myself my two co-hosts aubrey and markellis uh we review nerdy genre movies every single week um we each have our own different perspectives from our different experiences in life that we bring to the table but for the most part it's light it's fun and we're not professional reviewers so you know i might be giving movies some extra stars if there's an attractive female in the cast you know there's all (laughs) stuff like that so it's not some serious show where we're in-depth diving on movies but we have a good time uh we have our youtube channel there's our fourth member adam wallyhawk runs that that's full of uh interviews unboxings trailer reactions, all that kind of video stuff. And then we have all our socials and I run all of those, but the big one right now is TikTok. I've been doing a lot of TikTok lately. So there's a lot of stuff going on in the fire, but the big thing is the podcast every week we've been going on. Uh, I'm working on after finish this, I got to finish editing uh, episode 444 uh, in a row with no breaks. So since August, 2014, we have not taken a week off and that's kind of like a badge of honor at this point, but it's also <laughs> kind of sucks because you can't take a week off. So once a hashtag no weeks off becomes part of your branding, it's kind of hard to go back on that. <laughs> um, 
and we had a, a co-host uh, that's no longer with the show. Um, and that was his idea. So he he likes to joke with us, and when we're complaining, and he'll say, "Well, I I made that plan, and then I left." So <laughs> thank you very much, sir. But yeah, we don't take weeks off. We're crazy. We're nuts. I mean, I've got a run of ten weeks in a row going to the movies coming up uh, to, to cover for the podcast, and it's just the grind, and we love it, and we have fun. So check us out. Yeah, I mean, you guys' dynamic is is great. You know, like you said, you have different perspectives, different opinions on everything, and mm-hmm. I think that's what what's great about the shows that we do is is getting those type of people who aren't always on the same page, but right. can have a cohesive conversation about it without. You know, yeah. you know, you can some throw, of my least favorite shade, episodes. But... I will, I will say that some of my least favorite episodes. Not that I have any least favorite episodes. They're all I love them all like my children. But some of my least favorite episodes are when all three of us loved the movie. You're like, oh, what because are we talking about? Nothing to talk about. <laughs> right, we're just gushing over it as opposed to arguing about it or being angry about it. Right. I could talk for hours about how much I hated Jurassic World. Oh my god, we have but, a three-hour episode on that. <laughs> right, but you know, if it's something like the Woman King, we all loved it, and it was like, okay, well, it's great, done. <laughs> like that was the end of the show. So I think that's the funniest thing is that you'll see people on Twitter or whatever they'll talk about how they don't like listening to people like trash movies. But yet you'll look at an episode like Jurassic World Dominion. Then you look at an episode like the woman, uh, the woman king and the Jurassic World episode gets more downloads or gets more views or because I thought people didn't enjoy that because our episode, there wasn't a lot of love in our three hour episode talking about Jurassic World (laughs) Dominion. It's harder as a host because I host the show. So it's harder for me. It makes more work for me if we all love the show, because now Mm -hmm. I have to dig and kind of pull the conversation out. Um, as opposed to like this movie sucks and we're all angry and raging about locusts and stuff. So it, it can be tough, but we have fun. We have a good time. I've been doing it for eight and a half years now. I, I most of the show I could do on muscle memory. I'll be honest with you. Um, so it's all good. We have a good time. Anybody go. wants to check us out, come on down. Yes, please. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more about you at the end as well. So you are here today to talk about the last of us specifically mm-hmm. episode four, but I want to know your thoughts on the show so far. Are you for, well, first question, are you familiar with the game? Like, did you ever play? Yes, it? I played. So during the pandemic, um, I bought the game and I played probably the first like half hour of it. So I played the first half of the, uh, first episode of the show basically. Okay. So, <laughs> um, so I'm familiar with it. I'm a big fan of that style of game. I love survival horror and that type of stuff. Um, unfortunately, and I don't want to not sound hip and cool to the kids out there, but as you get older, it's harder to find time to game, do stuff like that. Um, my schedule is insane. I don't have time to sit down and just play games for 40 hours. So eventually it just fell off, but I did like what I played and I read all the spoilers and I read all the spoilers for the second game. And now that it's a TV show, I wish I hadn't because now I ruined season two and three for myself, but it's all good. Yeah. I'm familiar with the property. All right. So what are your thoughts on the show so far? Um, it's good. It's very good. It has some issues, but for the most part, I'm happy with what I see on screen. Um, it's only four episodes in though. So it's hard to say, you know what I mean? Right. Like it could go off the rails or season two could be horrendous or, you know, the last back half of the season could be the opposite. Like the negative bizarro world agents of shield season one. Like it could start off strong and then end like shit as opposed to starting off like shit and ending really strong. So um, we don't know. But for the most part, I'm happy with what I see on screen, for the most part. All right. So 
episode four, we are, yep. you know, we, the, episode three, which was a, the biggest deviation from the game, took a, taking a character that really, it, he did quite a bit for a little bit of time in the game, but they gave him an entire episode with the entire backstory. What, what were your, what were your opinions on that? Like, what did you, how did you feel about last week's episode? I was just going to say, so unpopular opinion. Um, it was fine. It was fine. I know there's people literally driving to the Emmys headquarters to pick up statues for this, for this episode right now. Um, and it was good. So don't get it twisted. Like it was good. It was enjoyable. It was interesting. And for me, that's one of the things I love about like apocalyptic fiction like this is the day-to-day grind of people living. Um, and that's kind of where the walking dead kind of lost its way where it started to become about these weird, stupid plot lines. And, and it was pulling from the comic, but for the most part, it kind of forgot the face of its father for lack of a better term. It just, it lost its way where as this is what I like to see. And I love to just watch these people struggling and living in an apocalyptic thing. But what killed me about it was it was two characters. We're, we're on episode three. Okay. So it's not like this is season four. And yeah. We're taking a deviation um, of a random episode. Like this is the third episode of the show, right? Yeah. Um, you see Ellie and Joel for maybe like five minutes. And then it's this whole story of these two characters. And yes, it was good. Yes, it was well acted. Yes, it was interesting. But then they die. And then that's the that's it. We're never going to see those characters again. Yeah. So we just deviated from the main plot of the show in the third episode to talk about these characters for almost an hour that we'll never see again. And I know, oh, it fleshed them out and blah, 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 blah. But that remains to be seen how much of that matters. And we'll get into that with episode four. But it, it really remains to be seen how much of that will actually matter throughout the series as opposed to, yeah, it was cool, but what did it have to do with The Last of Us? So unpopular opinion. I know the most popular opinion is a 100 out of 10, the best thing I've ever watched in my life. My eyes, I've ripped my eyes out because there's no reason to watch anything else ever again. It was so good. But, I mean, it was good, but for me, in the flow of the series, it's just such a weird choice in episode three. Yeah. No, I, I totally get it because, I mean, they're, that episode is definitely split down the middle. Well, maybe not down the middle, but it's it's split on, you know, people who are just raving about it. Like, I really like right. the episode. I thought it was a really cool addition to give Bill more of a story where he didn't have much of one. You just kind of it was just more dialogue that he would give to Joel and Ellie. The only disappointing thing that I talked about in last week's episode was that you didn't get the. um the camaraderie between bill and ellie which in the game they actually interact and they have you know it's it's a lot of tension and stuff like that and we never we're never going to get that because by the time they show up they're already gone so yeah it was sad i think i thought it was i thought it was well written but you know it was i i i get the discourse between it you know people not liking or people liking it so but now i mean you gotta take out you gotta take out the chuds they're going to give it a one out of 10 just because oh, there's yeah. gay people in it. Yep. But on the same token, if you're going to take those scores out. You got to take the people out that are just 10 out of 10 because there's gay people in it. Like I, I want to look at what it is as a story. And yep. that's where it, for me, it was like, why is this episode three? Like that, that was just what killed me about it. And we'll get into a little bit more about that in a minute. So, so now on episode four, which is seeing, this is where we get to see Joel and Ellie start to, form a 
somewhat of a relationship. Uh, Ellie's just trying to force things out of Joel, trying to get him to talk to pretty much show emotion because he has just had mm-hmm. one one facial expression the entire show. What did uh, what did you think of episode four and kind of what happened uh, between those two? Um, episode four was probably the weakest episode of the series so far for me, and it's still top tier television. Don't get it twisted. This is still great, um, but it's it's. I, I hate to feel like I don't want it to be the walking dead. And I know we keep bringing up the walking dead, but that's the, you're not the only the person main... who, who I've heard it then, you know, compare it or at least right. And, mention and that's it. the biggest thing we have to compare it to, to a post-apocalyptic zombie ish television show. Um, in the walking dead season one pilot knocked it out of the park, slowly started to get kind of crappy throughout the season and then ended on a wet fart, which I believe was season one when they um I, I, some I, random laboratory. I've not seen a single episode of The Walking oh, okay. Dead. So. <laughs> so someone out there is probably screaming at their uh, phone or television screen. But I believe the season ended with them going to some weird laboratory and then it blew up and it was really kind of dumb. And it really ended on a wet fart. And then the series was just all over the place. And the good thing about this compared to Walking Dead is that. I don't think that HBO is going to be like, well, you have to be 13 seasons long and we're not going to cut, we're not going to cancel you and force them to draw stuff out and stuff like that. I think they have a, what, three, four season plan, which is great, but it just kind of scares me because we've seen this before. We've already seen this before. We've seen something start off super strong and then kind of slowly get crappy and then get super crappy and then get to the point where no one watches it anymore. Right. Um, hopefully we won't get there with that. I thought this was the weakest of the four episodes, but that's not like saying it's total crap or anything like that. Um, I liked seeing more of Ellie and Joel interacting. I thought that was something that was missed in uh, episode three because they were only in it for five minutes, but it, it, it definitely had some parts that I also didn't like in it, which we can get to <laughs> in a little bit when we're spoiling things a little bit more. But for the most part, I liked their interactions. It definitely started to build a relationship because up until this point, yeah, he has to protect her. But we haven't gotten that feeling from him that he wants to protect her for any reason other than he's trying to get a battery to a car or doing a mission that was told to him. This started to feel like he's building a relationship with her. I loved the joke book. I loved her telling bad jokes the entire episode. I thought that was hilarious. Um, so it was really good to see them start to build that relationship. Yeah, no, I, I totally understand the the fear and what the future may hold, but I do fear the walking dead. Is oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Fear the last of us. Oh, God, that's right. But yeah, I mean, we've seen it with other properties, video game properties that they've turned into shows or movies. And I will always mention Resident Evil and not just the terrible show that came out last year, which I literally watched every episode and I still questioning decisions in my life, but also those six just very mediocre or terrible movies that had nothing to do with the video games where you're looking at this show they are following the game pretty close. They change things to make sense for the show, which I appreciate, but it's still, I'm still feeling the same feelings watching the show as I did playing the game, which the last mm-hmm. of us, the game is one of my favorite games of all time. And the second one is pretty damn close. So I think like, it's okay to stick to the, the script yep. of a game because not everyone has played the game. 
So you're giving it to you know, people who have already played it will appreciate it, and people will they'll also judge it too because we got to judge something. And then of course people will, you know, who haven't seen it will enjoy it will be intrigued. Like I'm watching it with my wife who has never played the game, and yep. she is addicted. So clearly it's doing something yeah, my, right. My daughter's a huge fan of the show so far. Um, she's never played the game. I told my wife not to watch it. I think it's just a little too depressing for her. But um, my wife, my daughter is, uh, is is a big fan right now. So, All right. Well, I think we can uh, we can jump over to the spoiler section. If you're if you haven't seen this episode, please go watch it before listening to the rest of this episode. But also, why are you even here listening to this right now? You should have it's, already watched it's the it. shortest episode. It's the shortest episode. So just go watch it and come back. It's even though it is slow, it's still very good. Yep. So let's get into it. So the beginning of this episode starts off where Ellie is messing with the gun that she took from Bill and Frank's house. And you get you get her kind of figuring and she she looks like she knows what she's doing. So clearly she what she it's mentioned later on in the episode that she knows how to use a gun because she was taught mm-hmm. it in the Fedra school. And this, you know, this is kind of the, like we said, this episode, there's not a lot going on until about the second half of the episode when they mm-hmm. get into Kansas city. But, um, you know, this is when Ellie, you know, has the joke book, which is straight from the game where she's telling, you know, Joel, all the jokes and he's, he's trying so hard not to react to it. He wants to just be stoic. He doesn't want to show emotion, but you can tell He's really stopping himself from doing it. And um, yeah, they're siphoning gas, which I'm like, they're like, would you think that the gas is still good in these cars after 20 years? I don't think so. They said it was 20 years. So I don't think the gas is still good, but maybe I, I think there was a throwaway line that it doesn't last as well or doesn't work as well because it's been so long. Yeah. Um, was it 20 years in the game? Yes. So the. um the prologue takes place in 2013 because that's when the game came out. So yep. the so technically the 20 years later, so it's 2033 instead of 2023. Okay. But I think they just did that because we're in 2023 now. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, he but yeah, Joel does mention like it's pretty much water, the gasoline. So they got to use you know what they can get right now to 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 move. And then it's it's just them kind of Ellie's continuing to kind of, you know, she finds things in the backseat of the truck, which is the Hank Williams tape, which is actually another rip of the, from the game. The song is played was played in the announcement trailer for the first game back in 2013. And, um, yeah, she finds the dirty magazine in the backseat, which is another reference to the game. And. You know, it's just it's just that convert, just general conversation. She's just trying mm-hmm. to get him to open up and to talk and to just react to anything she's saying. And he's just kind of shutting himself off. But she could tell that he's uh, it's slowly coming back, like he's slowly starting to to get mm-hmm. those feelings. And then they they pull off because they got a camp for the night. And, you know, it's it's just more conversation, just more like that's what this like. Like we said earlier, it's a, it's a slower episode, it's th- but it's we're seeing these two characters interacting with each other and f- trying to form somewhat of a relationship, which we really didn't get before because there was always other characters around. Last week, we barely saw them. The week before, Tess was there. And then the week before that, Joel and Ellie didn't meet until almost the end of the episode. So this is your first time seeing Joel and Ellie together solo for an entire episode. Would it would like was 
did you think that this it was paced well like with them having yeah. these throughout the episode yes um this was my favorite part of the episode and it was just I enjoyed that. And like I said before, I like that's what I like about these type of stories is watching people living and surviving in this environment. So just seeing them hanging out, getting to know each other, it kind of like you said, it's really our first time together with them uh, opening up like that. That was great. I could watch a whole hour of that I didn't need the rest of the uh, episode, to be honest with you, just have that keep happening. But of course, more has to happen. But this part was fantastic. And it's really building up to their relationship, just opening up. And them being characters that we love. Well, we already love them, but like that we're really going to love them once we get to know them. So. Right. You get her continuing to tell jokes. And this is when you actually see Joel smile and laugh for the first time. Like he's keeping it to himself, but she knows that he's laughing. And yeah, it just it. You know, we get a coffee joke where she's like she's smelling the, the coffee and it smells like burnt shit, which I thought was a good line from from Ellie. As someone who doesn't drink coffee, I completely understand where she was coming from. As someone who does drink coffee, it's still I can still agree with her. (laughs) Why I add so much shit to it so it doesn't smell like that or taste like that. But yeah, then we're back on the road and this is when she finally gets him to open up about her about Tommy, who is Joel's brother who actually has another, there's another reference to Tommy in this episode. I don't know if you knew, uh, we'll, we'll get to that character in a little bit, but, um, yeah, he, she asks about Tommy and about like what hit, you know, Joel's plan is about going out there. And, and he's like, she's like, well, what, you know, what if he's not there? And he's like, I'll just keep finding, I'll keep looking. I'm persistent. And you just know that Joel doesn't care about his, his, his objective is to go find Tommy. If he dies, between here and there, it's just the way it goes. But he's just, he's got, you know, a destination and he's got an objective and he's going to try to meet it as best he can. And also he, he's got to protect Ellie because she's cargo to him. Not, you know, not family. And they finally make it to a city, which is Kansas city. Cause I guess, so in the game it was Pittsburgh, but they had to change it to Kansas city cause they filmed in Edmonton. And Edmonton, I guess, looked a little bit more like Kansas City than Pittsburgh. So. What is this? The uh, Arrowverse where everything <laughs> takes place in Toronto? <laughs> that's just how that's just where they film everything. Canada that's is great. just that's way just, cheaper. It it's the way it is, I guess. So they get to the city and I think it's I, I think it's pretty ironic, though, because they get to the tunnel to go into the city and it's blocked by a bread truck, which if. You know, if everybody's been, if you guys have been paying attention to the show, the, they talked about how the virus was spread and it was by flour. flour and stuff. Yep. So it was kind of ironic that it was a bread truck. They then have to make a way. By the way, I'm done. If, uh, if that is that how it happens in real life, like oh, no. one day of Cumberland farmed empanadas and I'm, I'm out, you know, like it, it's not going to happen. So <laughs> I've mentioned Cumberland Farms uh, in one of our podcast episodes. So my co hosts are from Tennessee. Uh, and I mentioned Cumberland Farms in a in an episode that's coming up soon, and they had no idea what it is. Right. <laughs> and then last week on our our episode three review, uh, Wyatt from Cinema Trip Reviews, he's from Pennsylvania. He doesn't know what Cumberland. I'm like, no one knows. I guess is that just a mass thing? Yeah, I think it's a Northeast thing. Um, you know, for the people not listening, it's our big convenience store gas station place. Um, unfortunately, it's not even. A- hair on the asshole of like a Wawa, but 
and we we try our best. We, we that's all we got. That's all we got. Listen, so, I, I have one. It is. I, I know I have one across the street from where I work, and it's overpriced, and it's ridiculous. But I still spend way too much money there because it's convenient. Oh yes, it's right <laughs> right around the corner from my job too. So if I need something quick, it's uh, buffalo chicken rollers, uh, beef and cheese empanadas. You know, we need a quick lunch. We're in and out. So. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that has been that has been gas station food talk on uh, dissect like that film. Oh, absolutely. We we always dive into something else. It's great. <laughs> so they make it to the city, and we also get a, we we get another call back to the game where they are driving down like the main strip of the city, and a, a guy wanders out and is like asking for help, and Joel makes Ellie put on her seatbelt, and is like, "Aren't we going to help him?" And he's like, "No." And as he drives towards the person, he, the, the person shoots at him. But it, and then there's a bunch of other people shooting at him. So they crash their truck into a storefront. And this is where we get the probably the most action of this entire episode is the, the shootout here in the it looks like a laundromat, actually. And this is where Ellie shoots somebody for what Joel believes is the first time. And it's kind of sad because in the game, it was a little bit different. Ellie actually kills the guy on the first shot. Yeah. In this, she shoots him in the back and paralyzes him from the waist down. And then Joel yep. has to finish him off. And I was like, ooh. Yeah, but I didn't feel bad for that guy. So, like, like all right, let, let's just say this guy's plan, like, worked, right? Like, yeah. oh, help me. And then they threw a cement block at him. Like, those guys weren't nice people. It's not like... No. Ellie's like, oh, I'm an asshole. I'm just going to shoot some random dude in the back. It was, <laughs> these guys were, main intention was to rob and or kill or worse yeah. to our main characters. So it's it's really, I know he's on the ground screaming, I want my mommy and blah, 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 blah. But it's just like, F that guy. Just shoot. I would have just shot him flat out. Like, who cares? Yeah. I mean, I say that. I'm like, I would do the same exact thing. Like, what am I going to do? I'm like, right. oh, I'm so sorry. In this really shitty world we live in. No. Yep. <laughs> Got to finish the job. Be like, Fuck around, find out. Yep. Ellie, I want you to watch me shoot this guy in the face. That's that's how I would have been. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a nice person, though. So. <laughs> and it'd already be dead from eating empanadas, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I have one. I have one sandwich. Damn it. It's over. Right. Um, <laughs> we we then after all of that, there's not much that goes on after that other than they like hide out. And they got to find like higher ground. We meet Kathleen played by Melanie Linsky. Now, when you see Melanie Linsky, who's the, what's the first thing you think of? Like, where did you first see her? Uh, Yellow Jackets. Really? That was the first thing you ever saw. Did you ever watch Two and a Half Men? That, that Charlie no. Sheen sitcom? No, I hate comedy, so <laughs> I don't watch any of that kind of stuff. Uh, well, that's where I remember her from a long, long time ago. She was the very ditzy neighbor. And so like seeing her in serious roles like she was excellent in yellow jackets and what did you think of her in this though so this is where in my opinion the episode starts to go off the rails and this is where my fears of fear the walking dead uh, comes in again <laughs> oh no um be because it just felt so out of place and I, I just she's bossing around and maybe we'll see next week or in the future weeks like why they're taking orders from her mm -hmm. but it looked like somebody's mom was bossing around like battle hardened commandos and it, it didn't make sense and since we don't we had no introduction to this society or the hierarchy or anything it just it just looks like a soccer mom was bossing around like battle hardened dudes and it it didn't come off right to me 
And it's also frustrating because also now we just said we, we had this detour with these guys last week. So we, we had to spend a whole episode with these two guys so we could learn how Ellie and Joel get a truck full of supplies and are driving to Kansas City so that they can lose the truck and get all the supplies stolen uh, less than half an episode later. And that's the end of that. So why did we spend 45 minutes with those two guys last week? That's all I'm saying, man. <laughs> it's, hey, it's understandable. I, I get it. Unless they can barter with, like, the porno magazines or something. Well, no, she threw it out the window. Game. I don't know. Oh, that was the only one. That was. Oh, I God. guess that was the only one. I don't know. But, the last uh, of us porno mags on Earth, and it's gone now. Just, you, just see a, you just see a clicker on the side of the road. They can't even see. Why are like, they looking? Whoa, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. The, as, I don't think she was terrible, but she did throw things no, off. No, no, no. She... She's a good actress. Don't get it twisted, but like, it just was weird, and it was just yeah. such a weird twist or turn, and I, I really wasn't sure I was supposed to feel about it, and it, a lot wasn't explained, and then the episode's over. Yeah, she she's a new she's new to the entire franchise. She wasn't in the game. This whole faction Shocking. wasn't in the game. I think this she this character and this whole group was just added <laughs> as uh, more conflict for Joel and Ellie. And then, of course, they talk about Henry, who is a character in the game, him and his brother Sam, who were the characters we see at the end of the episode. And I guess they did something wrong and we get this whole conflict and how it's one of those things where I'm just nervous. How long are they going to go along with this character? Like, is she just going to be part of the next episode? And then it's just let's move on. I know how the game progresses. I know how the story progresses. Like, how long are they going to stay on this character? Because there's some characters that don't make it very, very much farther than what we see here. She just, she seemed very much like somebody who was in a position she wasn't prepared for or wasn't ready for. Like she is trying to be tough, but she doesn't fully know how to like, she's talking to that doctor in the cell, I guess, because I guess he was responsible for her brother's torture and death or something. And she's trying to figure out where Henry is and, I, 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 that kind of it just threw me off a little bit, but I do want to mention the issue who, for me is that I just don't care. So like, there you go. I don't care at all. Like, what is going on with these people? What's happening? I I don't care. I care about Joel and Ellie. Yeah, what's happening to them? Um, hopefully, you know, the new characters are introducing the two kids that showed up at the end of the episode. You know, maybe um, Melanie Linsky that they'll flesh them out and we'll care more. But as a microcosm of twenty minutes in this episode. Nothing was there to make me say, oh, great. I can't wait to learn more about these people or I understand what's happening with these people. It was just like, when are they going to get to the fireworks factory? You know, like, when are we getting back to Joel and Ellie? Yeah. <laughs> Why are we bothering with these people? Yeah, I I agree. It's it's one of those things. I think the most interesting part of Mel- whatever, you know, Melanie Linsky's character, Kathleen, and, and her right-hand man, Perry, who is actually his uh the actor's name is jeffrey pierce and he's actually the voice of tommy in the game oh okay so he's another him and the the woman who plays a marlene she actually plays marlene in the game as well which was really cool but yeah this is the uh Hmm. another character from the game that they brought over to the to the show but the most interesting part of that whole thing was when they walk into the creepy room and the floor is just pulsating 
And I'm like, I know what's in mm-hmm. there. I know what's in there. I don't know if you did, but I know I what's, know what's coming in up. there. And I don't know what the hell is why the, the floor is breathing. But um, yeah, that was kind of creepy. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to see it next week. We we that, you know, that hole is going to explode and we're going to get some craziness. But yeah, it pretty much is just Joel and Ellie trying to find their way, you know, trying to find a, a place to to stay for a bit until they can find a way out of the city. Well, they need to get more supplies and then they got to get out of the city. And, you know, we get more conversation between Joel and Ellie where Ellie knows about Joel's hearing loss in his right ear because like she keeps trying to talk to him and he can't hear like he doesn't react to it until he like turns his head a certain way. And then he's like putting the glass in front of the door to so that he can hear somebody yep. coming in. But then it all it just backfires on him because he's sleeping on his on his good ear. So he can't hear. And then yep. at the end of the episode, we run into uh, Henry and Sam. And then that's it. That's the, that's the episode. So yeah, it, to me, I think out of the four episodes that I would put this at the bottom, but mm-hmm. as we stated earlier, it's still very good writing. I think very good performances. There's some decisions. I think they could have changed around with the characters. Like we were talking about with uh, Kathleen uh, maybe flesh it out a little bit more, make us care a little bit more about that character and said, you know, you're that's mm-hmm. a, that's the a thing that's scares me about when they add such drastic characters. Like, I feel like she's going to be a drastic character, at least in the next episode where it's, I just mm-hmm. hope it ends well. Like it, I hope they can conclude that yep. chapter in a good way and not just be like, well, what was the point of that? <laughs> Well, my other fear, though, too, and, and maybe this is what the show will be to flesh it out and make it run longer. Is is this going to be Ellie and Joel go somewhere on their walk and hijinks ensue, and then they walk on afterwards? It's like basically, is this the Incredible Hulk, nineteen seventy nine? Like, is this them just walking onto a path and then counter crazy village or crazy gay guys or crazy straight guys or whatever, and then? The next episode, we're walking until we get to our next uh, people we encounter. I, I just wonder if that's going to be their trope to extend the seasons and extend the story so they can try to avoid getting to part two as fast as possible, uh, yeah. which if you don't know what happens in part two, probably avoid that for now. But um, and the other thing that kills me is, is just like you said, like we're we're kind of sitting here wanting to know more about the people in Kansas City. But this was the shortest episode. Mm-hmm. Why? Where what, you couldn't throw an extra fifteen minutes in? Like, why did this have to only be forty-five minutes? Like, where another ten minutes, another fifteen minutes of fleshing out the city and kind of like what that is and what the command structure is. I mean, you don't have to get in depth. I don't need like the official handbook of the Marvel Universe of Kansas City: Last of Us, but um, just a little bit more to make us kind of invested in. Like, what is this? What's happening? Who are these people? Um, I don't think Mystery Box works all the time. Mm-hmm. So it works sometimes, but not all the time. So now we're sitting here and we're just kind of like, I don't really feel anything towards the people in Kansas City. I don't really care about anything. Hopefully the floor explodes, it eats everybody, and then great. You know, we move on to the next town. <laughs> that's kind of where I'm at right now. With this I feel like that's what's going to happen. <laughs> I mean, when you see the floor pulsating like that, that's not a good sign. That's not. That's not a good sign. So No. All right. Well, uh that's that's it for episode four so joey where can everybody find you all right um pretty easy stuff if you go to soulwizardpodcast.com that's our hub for everything for the podcast you'll find links to all our social media on the right hand side of the page links to all our youtube and patreon content soulwizardpodcast.com the main podcast is on 
every podcatcher under the sun, iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, wherever you listen to podcasts, you'll find us. Search us up. We got new episodes every single week and a lot of cool stuff coming up. Like I said, I got 10 straight weeks going to the movies coming up. So we got Scream 6. We got John Wick 4, Ant-Man and the Wasp. There's all sorts of crazy movies coming out. So if you want to hear our reviews, come check us out. Absolutely. So the website link will be in the description and in the show notes. So you go down there and click on that and so much more content uh, down there. And also they got merch, as you can see. I have their uh, yes. beautiful shirt, which to be honest, T Public has the softest shirts, by the way. <laughs> I love their shirts. Big fan. Yeah. Big fan. Next week, we're going to have another guest to cover episode five. We'll announce that in a little bit. And uh, of course, you could follow us on all the social medias at dissect that film where, you know, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that fun stuff. Also on all the podcast services. I mean, you're listening to us or watching us. You clearly found us. And I thank you. And also make sure to check out our net, our latest podcast episode, which will be out this Friday where we're talking about the 1997 alien resurrection. And guess what? Joey Oof. left us a comment for that episode. So, <laughs> so I'm going to yeah. be quiet. I'm not going to spoil it. Just going to be quiet. <laughs> so, yeah, there's that. All right, everybody. Until next time, I am Brett Parker. That is Joey DiCarlo of Soul Wizard Podcast. And this has been another episode of Slice of TV. We'll see you all again next time. Bye-bye. Peace.